From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Huge announcement. My first live in-person debate is rapidly approaching. On Friday, May 5th, I will be at the Westgate Church Saratoga campus in San Jose, California. I will be talking with Christian author Mary Jo Sharp. The event will be live-streamed, and the link is on the events page at thebiblesayswhat.com. That being said, the purpose of this show is to have those tough conversations about my guests' deeply held beliefs. It's about my guests and their stories. Most of them have a book or show, and I do my best not only to discuss their work, but also to tie that into the overall conversation about what they believe and why. If this seems like an attack on you and your beliefs, then you're doing it wrong. We should definitely reevaluate our deeply held beliefs regularly. It does not help your cause if you get offended and refuse to test your truth. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is number one Christian best-selling faith author and CIA's most investigated UFO watcher, Chris Bledsoe. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, my friend. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, you know, I, I just published a book mm. uh, about my experience with the UFO. Mm. Uh, it started it, it started when I was young, but I really never realized it till January the 8th of 2007 when I was taken away in front of four people and lost four hours of time. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So there was there was people there. There were witnesses. Yeah, there were witnesses that uh, they didn't see me get uh, oh, taken, oh. but they were oh. there looking for me, and they saw the vehicles that took me. Interesting. You understand what? Yeah. Yeah. No, did, did anybody have a camera? Nope, we didn't have oh, a camera. How unfortunate. We, we were terrified, all of us. And, uh hmm. Yeah, it turned into a manhunt, and but interesting. I wrote this book to, to tell the story, and uh -huh. that drew the government in right away. And uh, for the last fifteen years, this case uh -huh. has been studied uh, by more government officials, officially or non-officially, from all the three-letter agencies: CIA, DIA. Back, someone from the DIA will be here tonight. DMV, DOD, the NASA, the U.S. Naval Intelligence, uh, Air Force. This, this it's all been. Uh, all these people have uh, been huh. around for this long. Man, I, I wonder if the DMV should get involved though. That vehicle probably wasn't registered. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We should probably uh, contact somebody on that one. <laughs> so definitely that's... one that took me wasn't registered. Okay. <laughs> 
interesting story. So you're you're in the woods, you're doing your own thing, and then an alien spaceship comes and takes you away. Well, how it happened was, uh, and to back up just a little bit, yeah. in, in 2001, I was, we were building 100 homes a year, my wife mm. and I, and had been for almost 20 years. And when 911 came, it destroyed the building market in our town, which is a military town, Fort Bragg and mm. VA. So basically, it just stopped. And <laughs> I had 72 houses under construction. And for an old country boy without a lot of education, it became very uh, obvious that I saw all my life's work going down the tubes with interest rates. And uh, so, and, and I had Crohn's disease uh, that it actually turned into that after uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, medicine, 17 and a half years I took that medication so I was at the bottom of my rope in January the 8th, 07, ready to give up on life and took my son and three other guys fishing on the bank of the Cape Fear River to celebrate uh, a job they'd finished for four months out of town. They got done with it and brought the, the, the money home, the last 10%. I had <laughs> sent them down there to do it. So we went fishing that day to celebrate. About 2.30 in the day. And I walked down in the woods about 4 o'clock to, to meditate, not letting them know, especially my young son at 17, uh, mm. where I was mentally. I was just, I was in a bad way. I'd lost my business. I had a near death. Uh, I was now broke, couldn't afford school lunches for my children. It was that bad. And mm. so I was crying out to the heavens, somebody help me. And I walked away from them, left them on the bank fishing. And when I got up to the field, top of the hill, uh, the, the entrance where we come in, there set two, what looked like setting suns, about 300 yards away in front of me. Mm. Big as a house, 40 foot, 50 foot around, blazing red balls of fire. And I, I tried to hide to, to observe it. Uh -huh. And I'm a commercial rated pilot, so I knew it wasn't from this world wherever it was from it wasn't nothing we had and that you know of right yeah. and when i turned to run a third one appeared above me and shot down beside the other two and so next thing i remember is walking up to the fire where they were still fishing but my son wasn't there just these three men and the fire burned all the way down all the wood supplies were gone and they're like, where have you been? You've been gone all night. I said, no, I was just up at the hill 20 minutes ago. No, you've been gone all night. They had been searching for me. Huh. My, my son got lost trying to find me. He went back in the woods by foot and um, saw these two red orbs floating down the path. <laughs> and they, got, they came straight at him and scared him really bad. Wow. Uh, and he tried to hide from it. Uh, he backed up under the thick underbrush along the edge of that little cul-de-sac, thinking he was hiding from them, but they come right up to him. He could see them finally. They were these little guys about three and a half feet tall, glowing, uh, with red eyes, bright red eyes that, that were kind of mechanical. They would open up like <laughs> So that, that, that's what he saw? That, that uh, was, it wasn't a vehicle, it was a being? It was two little beings. Gotcha. He saw okay. these red orbs cross the path the uh -huh. way I'd gone. That The truck went one way looking for me with two guys in it. 
while one sat at the river. My son went back in the woods on foot because I had gone in there earlier that day. So they spread out looking for me. When the truck left and he went to the rear end of the cul-de-sac, he could see all the way down parallel with the river, these red orbs about, I don't know, a couple hundred yards away, come out of the forest and start to him. Looked like uh-huh. little red, red orbs side by side. And when they got within 20 feet of him, they were little red, little glowing beings with, uh, his eyes looked like an orb from a distance, but they were actually two little figures and they terrified him and scared him to death. And uh, when I found him, I got him back to the fire because I took off looking for him right away. And then suddenly the whole sky lit up with stars just flying all, all directions. And then three landed in front of us across the river and, uh, we left out of there in a hurry, leaving all our fishing poles and tackle. And when we got up to the gate where I was taken, the three that was took me, the was one took me out of the three. It huh. now changed from a red ball of fire to what looked like a tic tac, um, sorta, maybe a little fatter in the middle. And it was sitting crossways of the road, blocking our path. And uh, long story short, it, it came at us right over my truck. It, you could have shot it with a slingshot through the sunroof, and it fired off to the south. But uh, And when we left out of there. So that was the initial. It got bigger. and it, I mean, the book described. <laughs> Man, the and, and nobody had a phone. No. no I didn't Man, have. I don't know. That would definitely have been videotaping something there. But I didn't have a phone because I had <laughs> lost everything I had, right? I couldn't even afford school lunches. So I definitely couldn't afford television. I couldn't. And I just lost a, a five-thousand house yeah, yeah. with a pool in the back. So now I've gone from that lifestyle to literally broke and sick, yeah. crying out to God. Yeah. And these fiery yeah. balls of fire came. And we've all had low points in our lives. I've had a low point in my life. You know, we've all been there. I didn't have aliens or God show up. That's interesting. So right. when you went out to meditate, um, and you you sure you didn't fall asleep and just lose track of time? Absolutely. <laughs> and have a dream. Um, so uh, all the crap Do you remember what happened to you at all? Is there any kind of like, I don't know, anything? Because that's a lot of time. Four hours, you said? Was, Four was that? Yeah, that's a lot of time to... That's between walking away from them. I had a quarter mile to walk Uh and a quarter mile back. So maybe uh, 20 or 30 minutes was in the trip there and back. But the rest of it was uh, I was gone and I Uh didn't remember at all. In fact, I would pass out from Uh severe headaches if I tried to remember. They sent a Harvard trained psychologist to do uh, hypnotherapy on me. Worked with John Mack Uh from Harvard. And they did, and I've recovered some of the memory, but most of it is from being up in space uh, in some kind of... You were in space. Yeah, some kind of clear bubble, like an orb maybe. And I could see the ground below me. I could see every direction. I could touch the walls, but I couldn't see the walls. <laughs> and, um, that same thing happened to me. Bye, honey. My wife just waved <laughs> by to me. Bye. Uh, so um that yeah that happened to me when i was 10 years old i got shot point blank with a shotgun in the back 
Jeez. Little hole in me, big as an orange in my left shoulder. And I got lead, you can see all in here. And that was my same memory then. Uh, when I woke up in the hospital, I had been in space. Wow. Look, so look your brain, down. when a, a traumatic experience or something happens, it seems to be taking you to space. Um, what was the purpose of them taking you? Do you know? Well, I was crying out for help. God help me. And when they brought me back, I no longer had Crohn's disease. So they and took away your this, disease. Yeah. And Aliens took your disease. Okay. Why would they do that? Uh, because I was praying. And I don't because, see them as aliens. I never I never announced them as being aliens. They've always okay. been a spiritual thing to me. Okay. Uh, and I film them. You know, I have the proof of this. Yeah. More than anybody in the world. Uh, and that's no joke. I have over 2,000 videos I've taken in the last two years right wow. here. Why have here. I never heard of this before? Because I've been quiet all this time. Oh. I'm work, working with, you know, different people, scientists, government people. Um, and I promised I'd be quiet if we could study it together and I'd get to learn a few things. Uh, but you nobody, wrote a book about it. It's not really being quiet about it. <laughs> well, I just I started the book last August. I oh, was yeah. ready after 16 years to go ahead and tell the story. Yeah. But for, for the last longest time, I've been I've been in uh, mission control. Wow. I've been, uh, with scientists from a lot of different places. Have you been on any news stations with your footage and, and evidence here? Um. Recently, I've been doing podcasts. And, but you well, can it seems go like a big thing, like CNN. Like, I mean, has anybody contacted you with this this for this giant story? We we found beings that are not natural, and they've taken it's, you. Let's, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, uh, keep an eye out on uh, this year. It's coming. There's going to be some of this released this year, and I, I have an MDA, so I can't say anything about it. But huh. yeah, this is coming. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so they are not aliens. They are, what would you say, angels? Well, that's my thought, but I don't know. You know, we really don't <laughs> know. Nobody in the world knows. And we'd be fools to say we do. But I can tell you for 16 years, and if you come here to my house, you get to see it with me. Because I, I share <laughs> it with 20 and 30 guests when it comes. Sometimes it's right over my head. Sometimes it's way in the air. Sometimes well, it comes out bars but on my website ufo.com there's a, a link for amazon where you can buy the book but there's also a link to my social media um, instagram i put videos on there so there's probably 50 videos of these orbs on my instagram interesting so why do you think god decided to heal your crohn's disease in such an extravagant manner well you know nobody knows why but uh, it is, it is what it is, and they did. And if you read the book, there's a lot of blessings that have gone on to happen to other people. Some all the way to Washington, D.C. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never heard of this. Um, I think that'd be kind of a big deal for sure. These beings that you have evidence for that are healing people and, and blessing people. I mean, that would be kind of a big news story. I'm, I'm shocked I haven't heard about it. Shocked. Well, you will. You will. It's Just eventually I'll hear about it. <laughs> I think this year it's going to come more front and center. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, the, and the video evidence is on your website for this? Some of it. You Some know, of it. Like, yeah, there's about 50 videos, but I have 
I have some two, 50. <laughs> I have 2,600 videos on my cell phone. Good alone. grief, Chris. Yeah. Man, that's a lot of time dedicated to this. That's for uh, sure. 16 years I've been doing that, studying it quietly. So have you, okay, so you had this contact, well, kind of, you were asleep and then you went to space or, I don't know, lost time or lost uh, memories of there. So why would they not communicate with you? Well, they did. Oh, they did. What'd they say? Well, they, they communicate all the time and, and everyone knows it and I've demonstrated that. Uh, there's a book called Reality Denied, written by U.S. Army Colonel John Alexander. He has a Ph.D. from Harvard. Um, ran Los Alamos National Laboratories. He came to my house with uh, his wife, Victoria. We went down to the river, showed him around, uh -huh. came back up to the car right where I was taken, and sat there for an hour till the stars coming out. Suddenly, I said, John, they're here. I pointed up, and it appeared immediately over my head. Well, he uh, wrote a book about it, and uh, <laughs> the second chapter is about that experience. And he tells the world, you know, he, he tells he tells his on his podcast and in his book that I have a temporal relation. In other words, how did I know they were there? How did I hear them? Because they talked to me. They talked to you? Telepathic. Yeah. Telepathically. This is interesting. This just got more interesting here. So, yeah. um, wow. What are they like? What do they sound like? What does it sound like in your it's head? It's not a voice. Is it your own voice or is it just thoughts that come to your head? It, it's, it's, uh, it's like if I'm looking at you right now and they appear above my bill, which they do a lot. And I've demonstrated this with academics and scientists. alike. Uh -huh. I can be talking to you and suddenly my, uh, my uh, whole mind goes into a vision, which I kind of forget you for a moment, and I hear and see them. I see them in a vision over my build. They put it in my head in the form of images. Well, when that happens, I know that so well. It's also associated with this electrical energy where my whole body stands up, my hair like an antenna. So I'm seeing images of them and I'm feeling it. And I would say, okay, they're here right now. And we walk out and there they are. And I've demonstrated that. It's in the book. But have they talked to you at all? Told you why they're there, why they keep visiting you specifically, why they're not on CNN, yeah, why, they they're, told me yeah, they're why they're not visiting like the president, somebody with some kind of, I don't know, sway or say. So well, why? Yeah. I don't know why, but it is. And we've proven it in a big way. Mm. And I can tell you, they don't like all the suffering happening in the world today at all. Okay. And they're going to wake the people up. They told me that they were going to um, start appearing around the world more often. Uh -huh. So the people will know that they're real, that there is something other than huh. us here. And it's well. happening. You know what they should do? They should find a live news newscast somewhere and then just show up. That would um, that'd be a good idea. I don't know why he's showing up to you while you're fishing. <laughs> that's kind of That'd be against your free will. And they don't why would that be against my free will? Well, I don't know. That's what they say. They, they don't well, how is it not against your free will to show up to you, but it's against my free will to show up to everybody else? Why, why is because that against I, my free will? I, because I cried out for them. I called to God. and I called to God, too, before once, and nothing showed up. 
I can't help. I can't help you there. I don't. I don't that. need your help, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It just doesn't seem to add up. Um, well, it is. It is what it is. And they don't like the suffering. Now, man, the connection between these beings and God. Well, I think there is. You know, I'm just so is, uh, relaying uh, what's happening to me. Yeah. that book lays it out and. If you read the the Ford, it's written by uh, Jim Simivan. He's uh, one of the highest ranking officials in the in the CIA. Wow. He ran. He ran. Some strange there. reason I just don't trust the CIA. But yeah, uh, you said they don't like suffering. Um, right. Why? Why don't they like suffering? I don't know, but I don't like it either. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to correlate this. If they're if they're connected with God, does God like suffering? I don't, I, I can't answer that. I, all I can tell you is what happened to me. I was crying out for help because yeah, I was ready, got that. ready yeah. to die. And then these balls of fire appeared and great balls of fire took the crumbs from me and left me with, uh, with their presence and the ability to ask them to come and they come. And, and you do I it now. I do it all the time. Let's do it now. Let's see if we can get them to show up. That'd be really cool. If I could see it and, and, and experience it. Let's let's do that. I can't do it here on, on oh, you a can. podcast. You got to be outside Great. with us. Um, at night. At night, outside is the only time they show up. How could you possibly do it on a podcast? I mean, well, I don't know. They could show up. They walked down the, the side of the road and your son saw them. Can they not walk into the, the, the camera view? The area where the camera's at. I can't tell you. You know, they're not going to be tempted. I can tell you that. I'm they're not tempting them. I'm just asking them to show up. I'm calling for them. Come well, show I suggest up. You go, I suggest you read my book and it'll give yeah. you an idea how to do it. Go out tonight and humble yourself and ask for them to come. And yeah, see it's my they're... fault. It's my fault they're not showing up and helping me. Well, I don't well, know about I, that, man. I don't know about that either. <laughs> i'm just not doing it right i'm not asking in the right way it's, it's, it's the same thing i get with god you know god doesn't show up because i'm not asking him right or my heart isn't in it or something you know? you with your i feel the same way with god. about this that's your own life to lead i can't tell you um, so why do you think god is sending these beings and not himself i don't know hmm. interesting so let's get into this then. Let's get into the, the Christian faith of yourself. So why are you a Christian? Well, I've been one most of my life. All mm -hmm. my life. I was born and raised in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm a good reason to be a Christian, I guess. I mean, born and raised into it. It's called indoctrination, and you get, you know, you, you can escape that. I did. I was born and raised into Christianity, and then I read the Bible. I, I you know, all those different things, life experiences, common sense, and whatnot. So why are you a Christian? Um, because I've sought to be. Because you what? Sorry. Because I wanted to be. Because you wanted to be. Because you wanted to be a Christian. Huh? Most people want to be. Why did you want to be a Christian? I just told you why. Besides any other religion. Say again? Besides any other religion. I mean, there's a lot of religions to choose from. You were because born I into was, Christianity. I wasn't raised but you... on any other religion. Well, I was raised right, in Christianity. But... That's why I'm a Christian. Okay. 
And I'm not going to do this interview and, and be belittled by you. So we can call this off right now. Well, I'm um, sorry you feel belittled. That's not my point at all. Be, not going to be made fun of. I'm not making fun of you either, Chris. Right. 100%. I'm asking questions. I want to understand. And this is how I understand is by asking questions. Uh, I'm sorry. If you can't understand. Um, but I'm not going to be belittled and mocked. I've told you I have no idea. I told you okay. I wanted to be a Christian. Okay. And I am. And that's enough. You don't need to keep asking me over and over. Well, it may be enough for you, Chris, but it is honestly, it's not enough for me. And I didn't understand. And I'm still not understanding. Um, but we can skip that part of it if you would like. Um, can you describe your God? Um, no. No. Can you? What? Describe your God or? Yours. My? I don't have one. I don't, I don't have a God. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's good. If you don't, that's fine. But I can't describe mine either, other than it's, it's, it's to me, it's real. To you, it's real. But there's no yeah. other description you can give? I've been trying the whole time, you know. But God's invisible. God's a spirit. There's nobody God can. Invisible. Nobody can uh, describe God. Nobody can. Well, other I mean, I guess all the time the energy, trying to describe God. Right. I mean, the Bible describes God, too. I mean, do you believe the Bible to be true? A good portion of it, yeah, some of it, not all some. of it. Some of it, I think there's a lot of history there, but, you know, I'm not going to uh, uh, say it's all real if I don't know it's all real. It's just some 2,000 years ago, but, yeah, I believe God is real. I, I think anybody can see the, that uh, something had to have created all this. It didn't happen by itself. Interesting. So, and because you think something has to have created all of this, you've chosen the Christian God that is the creator of all of this because you were born into it and that's what you were raised to. And you didn't look into any other religions. You never looked into anything else. I had no desire to. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you don't know if these other creator deities, even the ones that came before your God, are God the real is God. Creators. Let me tell you something. God is God. God is an God invisible is spirit. Okay. And so somebody in in is in uh, Saudi Arabia says, "I pray to God." Well, uh -huh. they can't make God something different than somebody else can two thousand miles away. God is God. If you want to think you've got the skivvy on it and this other person don't, well, that's not right because we all have something we got to have faith in. We can't see it. We don't know what it looks like. You can't claim it's one thing when you don't know. But God is God. The same God that they're praying to in Israel is the same God that the Indians would have prayed to. It's the spirit. You, the great you spirit. Had mentioned, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I understand the concept of that. But you had mentioned it's something that people can understand. And then you mentioned that God is God. So you understand that God is God. Well, I guess you could say that, yeah. Okay, so you have an understanding of God. I have my own understanding. And what is that? What uh, is your understanding? That's for me to to cherish within my heart. It's, a, okay, it's the Chris. spirit. It's God. It's, you know, I'm not on here to talk to you about God, if it's real or not. We can end this conversation now. I'm not here. I was talking about my book. 
Yeah, if you, we did. We talked about your book, and now we're talking about your beliefs. Chris. That's about kind of how the show goes. We will, but we're not going to continue on. I'm sorry uh, you feel that way, Chris. I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't, I don't feel any way. I'm not on here to debate whether God is real or not, because you can't figure it out. But you have it figured out, Chris, and I want you to help me understand what you have figured out. That's why I'm asking these questions. I'm sorry they're uncomfortable and I'm they're making you upset. I'm sorry we're going to end this conversation. I'm not here to be made fun of. You've said that, yeah. I'm not making fun of you, and I've, to- I've told you I'm not making fun of you. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to continue yeah. forward. We're talking about my book, and you can have respect for that, or we're not going to talk about it. I'm sorry I'm you, you're unable to have that part of the conversation. Being made I'm fun of. Not making you. fun of you, Chris. Yes, you are. Chris, which part was me making fun of you? All of it. I'm not. Oh, my God, Chris. Okay, Chris, this is fun. All right. I never made fun of you, Chris. I, I respect you as a human being and for coming onto the show. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry that uh, you're unwilling to discuss your beliefs with me, but that's okay. I did enjoy the conversation that we did have. And I am curious about the evidence you have. So if you have like the best video you have and send it to me, that'd be really cool. I might play it on here. I will not send anything to you because it's all private. You can go on my Instagram and look there (laughs) and you can find a look at it there. Where can we find that? Where can we find that, Chris? I told you on my website, ufoofgod.com. You can buy the book there on Amazon. There's a link. Or you can read the testimonies by scientists and academics. And you can find my social media. If you'd like to see a few videos, you can. If you don't, I understand. But this is it's about the book. It's not about my faith and debating whether God is real or not. Mm-hmm. Not a debate, really. But it was just a conversation. I'm sorry the conversation upset you. But that is part of the show. That's how things roll here. Sorry, you didn't. I wish uh, I'd have known before I came on here. That's okay. We, that well, we got the good have, part anyways. We got your book out there. We talked a little bit about that. It was very interesting. And uh, we got a little bit of snippet of your beliefs. But thank you so much for sharing. And uh, I will definitely check out your stuff. It sounds very interesting. Good luck out there, Chris. And uh, tell those beings I said hi. Uh, good luck to you. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them?
watch out. A preview. Wow, that's, that's just as arrogant as an atheist who says there is no God. They better be right. <laughs> they better be right. Or else what? Well, if they're not right, or else one of those religions is going to smack them down, or not as the case may be. But here's the deal is we choose our faith, and everyone chooses a faith, whether an atheism is a faith. It's a faith that there is no deity. What? Okay, so hold on, hold on. So you have faith that there is no Santa Claus? I have a belief there is no Santa Claus. So faith. You have whatever. a belief that there is no Santa Claus. Or okay. do you lack a belief in Santa Claus? Either way. Either it's, way. So it's okay it's to lack not. a belief in something and say you don't have faith in it, right? The definition of religion is the practice of what we believe. That's the that's a that's a social. How is atheism practicing what we believe? 